listening to Take the Elevator, and this is Jen the Builder. And Corey. Yeah, I thought I'd change up the order there a little bit, Corey, and you didn't trip you up, so that's a good sign. Never that. (laughs) How are you today? I am better now. I was very worried and stressed out. Do you want to talk about it right here, right now, or is that... Sure. Yeah? Yeah, well, for you that don't know, Jen hurt herself. I didn't know if she was going to be able to be a part of this show. I thought I was going to have to figure it out on my own. So I was a little bit stressed and she toughed it out and she made it to the studio. So thanks Jen for making it out. I'm just grateful that we're not doing the live um, podcast yet because yeah, not picture ready for sure, but it feels good (laughs) to be here. You know, it sucks when you're not feeling well and I've just been laid out on the bed just trying to survive through the day literally. I think it's important that we let everyone know it's not COVID or nothing like that. Thank goodness it's not. No, no. And I don't mind sharing. It's this sciatica pinched nerve type thing and it's radiating down my leg. And I just need to see a chiropractor. A good friend of mine is going to actually give me some tips on exercises I can do at home to loosen it up. So if you guys have any tips, I'd love to hear it. Please visit me on jenthebuilder.com. Thanks. Every day. Give me some normalcy, Corey, and let's do a would you rather. Gotcha. Do you have a number in particular? I do not. I think you should pick it. Okay. Well, I'm already open to a certain page, so I'll just say 316. Sure. And the question is, is would you rather keep a first aid kit or a weapon in your car? Oh, okay. Um, This is not that stressful for me because if anybody <laughs> knows me, I'm just not a violent person. Yeah. And I would rather avoid any kind of violent situation so i don't usually have weapons or like weapons mm-hmm. so it'd have to be a first aid kit i'd re- much rather help someone in pain or that's injured opposed to trying to cause the pain or cause the pain yeah <laughs> yeah i agree you know what you and i have never fired a weapon or anything together i know like we have friends that go um shooting on the range and stuff i've never i think i've held a gun one time and just that in itself, like, kind of freaked me out. Yeah, I traumatized myself at a, as a kid at an early age. I went hunting with uh, a family member, and it just was a bad experience. And seeing the life leave an animal's body was very traumatizing. Oh, yeah. 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 Speaking of animals, uh, you remember we went fishing. It was my brother's birthday. I'd never gone fishing. There's a story real quick. Uh, My dad, of course, some of you may know, he passed away at a very young age. And one of the trips that he was supposed to take me on was a fishing one. I never went. So I got to go on a fishing trip. We went out on a boat and everything for my brother's birthday. And they put some money in pot. And for the person who caught the biggest fish, you know, would win the money. And I just, I said from the beginning, I said, my dad's here with me. I actually won. I remember that day. It was so much fun. And I was very seasick from the boat ride. <laughs> you were. But the reason why I brought that up is I couldn't eat the fish I caught. For It was weird. So that for me was like, oh, Jen, if you ever wanted to lose weight, be a hunter and you'll never <laughs> eat your own. That's very funny. <laughs> Every day. So we are in November. I can't believe it's already the middle of November. Insane. 
We get a four day weekend next weekend. Woo woo. I can't Indeed. wait for that. <laughs> yes. So I'm hoping to see the chiropractor a few times before then so I can enjoy the four day weekend. Mm-hmm. Either way, we're doing heroes. Thank you for being flexible and just allowing it for us to be us. I wasn't ready for any guests this time around. I wanted to be at my very, you know, on top of it kind of thing. And I just wasn't feeling it. So it's just you and I. And we're talking about heroes. I can handle that. Nice. So I think we were going to go with who our heroes were or yes. are. Yes. So do you want to start? Um, I would rather you go first on this one. Okay. So hero for me is a big deal. I mean, there are two heroes in my life and I'm going to try to make it um, short and sweet and not ramble too much. First one would be my dad, of course. Very protective over his kids. I was a daddy's girl through and through. Was with him for nine years. And during that time, he showed me the love of a father, the love of a husband to his wife and what hardworking meant. And he also showed me what it meant to be too hardworking, where you didn't stop to take care of yourself, which is ironic right now, isn't it? Mm, Yeah. So my dad, for sure. Uh, hardworking, loving guy, funny as heck, and just gave and gave to everyone around him. Uh, my second hero. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, okay. I need you to tell just one <laughs> father story that really sticks out about him being a hero. Oh, Corey, there's so many, so many. The first one that comes to my mind was this. So like I mentioned, he was hardworking and he would pick my brother and I up from school and then drop us off to a library, and he worked right down the street. So that's where we'd do our homework. The librarian knew us and, like, looked out for us. Mm-hmm. Well, one day, and I had to have been nine years old, probably, and this young guy was trying to talk to me. And at nine, I didn't know what that meant. All I knew is he was following me, and it scared me. So I told the librarian, and I'm in tears, because what the guy said to me is, do you want to go out? In my mind, I thought he wanted to take me outside and hurt me. Oh, Yeah, so call the librarian, and I promise you it felt like my dad was there within a minute. And he just kind of, I feel sorry for the young guy, but he took that young kid and literally, like, held him up by his collar like you see in the movies. And he just said, no one um, hurts my daughter. And I just thought, wow, my dad's so strong, and he's so cool, and... Um, so there were those moments and everyone, every guy, little boy in my life thought my dad was scary. And well, yeah, I, if yeah. he's grabbing him by the collar. <laughs> but I, of course, in my mind, just thought he was the sweetest, sweetest guy and funniest guy ever. Right. That's so awesome. Yeah. There are a few, a few stories, very funny stories, but overall that was my dad, very protective and looked out for his family. Nice. Yeah. Are we ready? You want to share who your hero is or you want me to go to my second one? Please continue. (laughs) So not to sound cheesy and definitely not for this podcast, but my second one, of course, would be you. And maybe for reasons that you. Who, me? Yeah. I mean, (laughs) little you. Wow. (laughs) There's a few reasons why, Corey, I don't. I'm not one of those who think, oh, my life would have been nothing without you. Hmm. But my life has definitely become something that I don't think it would have been without you. So there are a few things. You were my hero because you taught me 
to be confident and to let the past go and not to be held to mistakes that I may have made or even mistakes that I didn't make. And just, you know, being accepting the fact that I was not to be the butt of the jokes and to speak up for myself. And people who know me today can't believe that that's really how I was. And I even have to think back like, oh my gosh, I was really like that. So I think little by little, you just invested in me and really put that love in seeing myself in a different light, you know, so that that's amazing in itself. Secondly, you are my health hero. And I don't want to rush through your story. And I don't want to be the only one talking. That's why I tend to pause to see if you're going to say anything here. But I have to tell you guys uh, a little bit about Corey, if you don't mind, Corey. I don't mind. Um, just briefly, Corey comes from a family of alcoholism and addictions. And Corey, you were an alcoholic. And I just remember thinking, I don't know if our marriage is going to survive this. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of days like that. And there's, you know, s- stories in between there, but I don't, I don't want to take up too much time. I remember you told me that you didn't want to be that way. Even when you were drunk, you told me, I don't want, I don't want to do this. Mm -hmm. This is not what, who I am. And I just thought you're drunk. You don't even know what you're saying. (laughs) Right. And, and, but I remember you just kept talking about it, that you wanted that addiction to come off you. And one night I'll never forget. It wasn't the first time you had said it to me either, but you just said, I'm done. I'm done. And inside I thought I've heard this before. But outside, I said, okay, you know, and it was my way of saying, I hear you and I hope this is it. And that's all I can do at that point. At that point, all I, you know, it was just a matter of hoping. And we actually, you know, went through your withdrawals together and that was tough. And you have not touched a drink since then. No, I have not. That's amazing. I mean, I, I, I hate that I use the word amazing so much. It's a miracle. Definitely a it miracle. It is inspiring. It is, I'm in awe of what you do and not, it's what you set your mind to. And then, so you, you know, you stop drinking. We actually have a coffee bar in the middle, the center of our house to remind us every day of that miracle. I definitely don't take it for granted. Then you went on a major journey into health and getting well and that was when, Corey, you weighed over 400 pounds. And I think we might have shared this story at another podcast. Right. But you weighed over 400 pounds and you just looked at me and said, I can't. I'm done. And I had known by now enough to know when you say it a certain way, it means he's done. Like cold turkey. Because that's what you did with smoking. Right. And you just said, I'm done. And that was it. And I'm not saying it wasn't hard for you. But when your mind was made up, it was made up. So... You went from f- over 400 pounds to a low 200s. I mean, it, you lost a lot of weight. Right. And then you went into, I'm not eating meat. Um, <laughs> just And then you, you studied about the disease processes that are very pertinent and, and strong within your community of people. And you had just said, I'm not going to be on medication. I'm not going to have high blood pressure. I'm not going to be, you know, diabetic, all those things that you're predetermined to have and you don't. And so you are a role model. And, and that's why you're a hero to me, because when you, when you make up your mind, you just do it. And it's something that I, I don't envy as in like, I'm jealous and I'm hating on you, but that's something that you know, you don't find every day in people. Right. So yes, that's the whole podcast. It was all about you. 
No, <laughs> couldn't be. And, you know, Jen, when I hear these stories, they're quite amazing to hear that someone has done these things and then to think that it was me that did them. I'm mm-hmm. like, wow, I really did that. You really did that. <laughs> I see pictures of you in the past, Corey, and it doesn't even register that that was you. And you've just maintained such healthy lifestyle. Now you don't eat, you know, sugar. And I'm just so proud of you. Well, thank you. Definitely gives me something to aspire to be. As a matter of fact, you know, hearing you tell these stories really pushed me to, t- to say this. No matter where you are in your journey, no matter how hard something may seem that it is for you at this time, don't give up on yourself and never feel like you can't do something because it's, it's just too hard. It, it's all about mindset. It's all about the place you are in your mind and in your heart, how bad mm-hmm. you want it and how much you want to push for it at that very moment. I just so happened to find that light in the, in the storm to focus on. And that's what allowed me to push through and take such a strong stand. Yeah. So never feel like you can't do it. You can do anything you want to do if you just put your mind to it. You're totally right. In addition to what you're saying, sometimes we have to think of the things that we have accomplished because sometimes that list becomes overbearing, right? Like the list of things I didn't finish or that I wanted to do. Right. Last month, Corey was one year without smoking and I hold on to Yeah, right. That's huge. That's real huge. Yeah. I didn't think I was going to get that monkey off my back. And I'm, I'm grateful that I have. And, you know, I've got more things to do. And I'm just grateful to have you as my husband, my best friend, my partner, my confidant, my coach. Like, perfect. Just for me. Nice. Okay. So who, what about you? Okay. So uh, will you be mad if I'm, if you're not my hero? Not even. <laughs> so it's, it's hard for me to have a hero. Mm-hmm. And it's not because I'm such a good person or that I have things all sewed up. It's that in looking up to someone and admiring someone, they have to have certain qualities and certain traits that not only that I don't have, but something that I have to really push and aspire to be. It's not that it's no one out there that's like that, what it is. And let me just explain briefly. I'm not looking to have money or a better job or a different life or, you know, those aren't the things that I'm looking for to aspire to. I'm looking for something totally different. It's a a spiritual level that I'm trying to achieve. Mm. It's a spiritual mindset that I'm trying to achieve. And I just haven't met anyone that's pushing in the same direction at the same pace or harder that I am. Mm. So it's really hard for me to find someone and say, oh, I, I look up to you or right. that I'm it's aspiring to be you. I mean, there are people that I've heard stories about that mm-hmm. that have been written about. I could possibly go that direction. But to just say this is a person or this is a an idea of how I perceive a hero. I don't have that. Now, I, there are qualities in people I look up sure. to and those I can mention and mm-hmm. talk about. You know, um, I always talk about you in the way that you are able to captivate an audience when you speak, how you have the ability to control the room. I've always admired that. Even when we were younger and and we did the leading youth, Mm -hmm. there are other people obviously, you know, admire for their prestige or their power to just say that someone's my hero. I really don't have that. I mean, I'm thinking about how much you study and how much you seek truth out and the path that you're on spiritually. 
for someone to be a hero to you, that would be a high calling. And I'm not putting you on a pedestal. Oh, it's not a pedestal to be on either. Trust me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I hear you. It's kind of how I seek out coaches. Like, you know, sometimes what does that look like? Either certain things that I'm looking for in that. Yeah. And I can just imagine it because I've seen you on this journey as well. Um, looking for motivational speakers and coaches and so forth. And I see you pinpointing certain certain people right. and, and you, you begin certain to things that they do, certain qualities yeah. and certain attributes. Yeah. And I see you reaching, striving mm-hmm. to reach those levels. And then what I see is in some occasions you overcome those levels. Mm-hmm. And then in other occasions you see that they're flawed and they're not as what they appear to be. And so it takes you on another journey on another path. Right. So I, I think we're kind of similar in, in that aspect where, you know, it, it you have to be a, a special individual to be able to have that title or that role. Right. So when someone bestows that, that title or role on me, I, I take, you know, it takes me back, taking it back, as they say. And it makes me really think like if I'm if I'm being given this title or this role, I really need to project what it is I'm, be- I'm being given. You know, I was looking at quotes earlier about heroes and there was one and I'm sorry that I don't remember who and what exactly it said. Sometimes your journey, your path is to be your own hero. Have you ever thought of that idea? I briefly thought about it, but it, it's uh, it left quickly <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I can't do that to myself and I can't. No. That's just not a direction I ever want to go in where I'm thinking that I'm impressing myself. And, you know, last episode we had Janet here and we had talked about the influence that people have with other people unbeknownst to them. And so it really gets you to think like your part in someone's life. And like you said, how you think about that and how you hold that with high esteem and you take that seriously. Mm -hmm. You know, so I don't think anyone's ever told me, hey, Jen, you're my hero. Right, right. Kind of thing. But even just being an influence on someone or having a part in encouraging them or getting them to see a different perspective, you know, may not be heroism, but it's a part in someone's life. Right. And I'm guilty of that. I've definitely changed some people's perspectives Mm -hmm. and points of views based on my ideology and my thought process. Now, did I think I was a hero at that point? No, I thought. I was fortunate enough to be able to see it from a different angle. And now I was able to show someone that particular angle. And now they may be able to see it a little bit more clear. Good stuff. Great stuff. I'm, I'm glad that we made it tonight. I was thinking, what's plan B? What's plan C if this doesn't happen? <laughs> I had a plan, believe it or not. What was it? Can't tell you. <laughs> okay. For next time? Next time. Hopefully yeah. there won't need to be next time. Right. But thank you to everyone who's reached out to us to give us feedback on the last couple of episodes we've had with Janet and Alfonso. We will be having Fernando next week is the plan. And he's probably one of the most resilient people I know. Yes. Um, Very determined for sure. And that's an understatement. Yeah. And I just really want to say thank you to all the dedicated listeners. And I would love to call some names because there's some people on my mind Mm -hmm. that I really want to focus on. But I don't want to forget anyone right. and, and have someone feel bad because I didn't mention your name. So I just want to say thank you to the, you that are out there listening and, and being dedicated to this podcast. It's really um, a relief and a joy to know that we're able to talk to you and, and reach out to you. 
And again, if you ever have any questions or you want you want to um, make a statement or say anything, please visit the the website and, and do that there. We just hit twenty five hundred, so that's a special thank you to everybody. Twenty five hundred downloads. That's Never a wow. ever did we think. Yeah, we're so humbled. And Corey, you know, we we set this podcast out to be about connecting people and elevating people who listened. And I will always say this: it has elevated me in more ways than one, and it's been a joy for me. And I think it's been the same for you. Yeah, absolutely. And and I just got to say this. To whoever you are that that's in Europe and in Asia. <laughs> I wish we could meet you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I really man. appreciate that. How does that happen? We see the data on, um, but I don't care if I say Buzzsprout is who we use for the podcast. And it gives you these cool like data, who's listening where, how many, and it's just, I mean, I mean, even now I'm smiling, like the biggest cheesy smile ever. That's worth smiling it's about. So, yeah, it's so joy giving, life giving. And it, when it gives you purpose, I mean, where how, how does that go wrong? It can't. You know us to take the elevator. Here we say, look up and let's elevate. elevate. Every day.